It's episode 30, Johnny K9 on a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 30. Episode 30, can you believe it? I've hit 30. I wish I was still 30, but I'm not. Oh well, how's everyone been? You been alright? Yeah? Good, good. Yeah, I've been alright. Yep, usual. Late podcast as always. I've been working hard, basically. Working, gigging. Yeah, the Leicester Comedy Festival has begun. Did a couple of gigs while I was there. We did Best in Class at a venue called the Cozy Club, right in Bang in the centre of the town in Leicester. And that was that was great, man. That was really good. We had a good turnout, about 30-odd in. Probably about another 10, maybe 5, could have filled the room. But do you know what? The audience were great. They were lovely. They were up for it. They kind of knew what they were getting, as Sean did introduce us all in that manner. What are you talking about, Love Dev? Anyway, talking about best in class, uh, my boy, Frankie Boyle, don't know him, but Frankie Boyle has donated £500 towards best in class. He's He found out about it, basically. I uh, don't know how, probably through social media. He was so loving, he thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chip in, and he did. He chipped in 500 quid. We're almost at our target. We're doing really well, which is fantastic. So, guys, yeah, keep donating if you can. Best in class 2020. If you Google it, you should find it. There is a GoFundMe page. I will drop a link on this episode. Just give what you want. Honestly, pound, two pound, 50 pence if you want to put 50 pence in. Whatever you can afford, yeah. So, that would be great. Fantastic. Lovely jubbly. Oh yeah, while I was at the um, gig, there was a reviewer in. Uh, We didn't know at the time, which is fantastic. Uh, The reviewer was from the Leicestershire Press. They were there for the whole show and they reviewed all three comics. We all had a good time, to be fair. It was me, Tamsin Kelly, Chris Copstakes and Sean Davis. So do check out the other comics. Um, I was quite pleased with the review that they gave me and i'm going to read it out i'm going to read it out because uh some of you probably didn't get to see that if you're not following me on my facebook or my instagram so here is my review lastly was love dev bar pega i hope i said that right the winner of the 2017 uk pun championships opening his showcase with his hilarious joke about family the audience were hooked immediately with his infectious laugh and subtle digs at his own culture in a tasteful way. The audience could not help but laugh at Lovedev's incredible work. Incredible. His interpretation of the African Indian mother and the Punjabi-speaking German shepherd had me belly laughing for ages. Thank you very much, Leicestershire Press. Thanks for including some of me material punchlines. Okay, so that 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 was nice. That was nice. Um, yeah, so that hopefully that will push the show. We are taking best in class to London next, 
Um, we're doing London, we're doing Manchester, we're doing Liverpool, we're doing Hull, and hopefully a few more others, because then that should raise the money and get us to Edinburgh. So, yep, yeah, as I said, do donate if you can. Um, other than that, how's everybody's week been? Um, I've, I haven't done a lot, to be fair. There's nothing really interesting to tell you, apart from gigs. Oh, Valentine's. It's Valentine's now, isn't it? How's everyone's Valentine's? <laughs> my missus hasn't been too well um, she's basically caught them cold you know the man flu she's got that I'm alright though I've got a flu jab the kids had it first both of them and then they obviously passed it to their mother she's feeling a bit better now actually to be fair so we didn't really get to do anything for Valentine's Day I'm really not into all that lovey dovey stuff to be honest with you you know what I mean like most women probably are fussed. Oh, it's Valentine's. I want flowers. I want a card. I want chocolate. But, you know, I told Sheila. I said, Sheila, Valentine's is every day. Every day is Valentine's. <laughs> and she hasn't forgot it, actually, because she said it to me yesterday. She went, oh, I know, Valentine's is every day. I'm like, it is. I said it's more for the single people anyway. It's when you tell someone you're... F- you like that you like them on Valentine's Day by giving them a card. Oh my God, listen to this, right? So my daughter got a Valentine's. I mean, she's what, 10 years old now. She's going to be 11 in about a week or so. Yeah, a week. Well, eight days from now. It doesn't really matter because you could be listening when it's her actual birthday. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, so she received a Valentine's um, gift from the mum of of the boy and um she got what did she get she got a couple of sweets she got like a little bag you know with love hearts on it and she got a key ring and it was a pink key ring with gold writing and it said xoxo something like that don't know what that means is it hugs and kisses hugs and probably but apparently i come home and my daughter's not shy man she'll say it. she'll go Dad, like, oh my god shona you got a boyfriend like, she's not embarrassed to admit that she's got a boyfriend. I could never do that in front of my parents. Even today. <laughs> Even though I'm married. Do you know what I mean? I can't tell them how much I love me missus. They'll probably see it on Facebook. But, um, yeah, so she wasn't embarrassed at all. So I asked Sheila when I got home. I said, Jonah's got a Valentine's gift. She went, I know, I know. She told me, she said, I like Mark. There's a lad named Mark, right? And um, she likes Mark, and she got him um, a box of chocolates and a card, I think. <laughs> but on the card, she wrote something like, um, our love is, like, is a really good friendship. So I think they're just really good friends because they go tuition together and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> is this the time I should start worrying about my children? Probably yes. So yeah, that that's happened in my family. My son hasn't received any Valentine's gifts. I mean, he's a good-looking lad. He's a very good-looking boy. But I reckon he's still young yet. I mean, he's only what nine. He's gonna be nine soon. When he gets older, I'm sure he'll get loads of cards, and he's gonna break a couple of hearts. Yeah, he actually broke my heart, uh, my little lad. He made a Valentine's card for me and my missus. It was a black heart. Right? <laughs> Red card with a black heart on it. So, 
<laughs> I was staring at the heart like, why is it black? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, is that his dark side? Uh, I don't know. Should we do no stupid questions? This one isn't from my son today. Uh, the last episode was from him. If you haven't listened to that one yet. So, today's no stupid question. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie right. <laughs> it didn't take me long to find this one. It is from Reddit. From one of the groups. No stupid questions. Do follow it. It is funny. There's some funny questions on there. Immediately as I saw it, I had to do it. I am going to change some of the words. In case kids are listening. <laughs> so, today's no stupid question, right? It is from menstruation. <laughs> and the question is, how do I know if somebody else put their ding-dong in my dog? <laughs> so, he said, a condom has come out of my dog's butt. When he pooped the other day. (laughs) So, how do you know if somebody's put their ding-dong in your dog? (laughs) Oh, mate. Is this, like, is he taking, is he being real? I'm guessing he must have ate the condom for it to come out the other end. I can't see. (laughs) A condom's meant to dissolve once they're in the stomach. I don't know, man. I mean, it's rubber, isn't it? So, <laughs> mine. No, I don't think it does actually. Because <laughs> that's how people smuggle drugs, don't they? Sometimes they put drugs in a condom, and then they swallow the condom, and then when they gotta go and use the toilet, they'll take it out, and that's what people do in prison. So, no, it didn't dissolve. <laughs> oh dear. I'm gonna see what people have put down. Someone's put, yeah, he might have eaten it in the trash, but that's really not concerning. I don't think someone sick enough to mate with a dog has the mental brain power to worry about STDs and put on a rubber <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Why would you wear one of them if you're going to do some bestiality stuff? Somebody else, so whose ding-dong is it supposed to be? When you're the only person living with him. <laughs> so now they're accusing him. So someone else put... Secondly, some dogs go mad over sperm or menstruation blood. They eat condoms and tampons. Do they? Ugh. When they get the chance. So it's likely he did that. Oh my god. Is that what dogs do? So dogs would eat anything now, wouldn't it? That's the problem. I don't have a dog. Obviously, you're not going to know. Guys, I've got a cat. I don't think my cat would eat a condom. <laughs> Definitely she would not. First of all, she ain't got no teeth, as you know. <laughs> oh, mate. A friend's dog once shat out a muesli bar wrapper. Dogs will eat anything. Your dog's probably attracted to the salty protein. Oh, no, that's too much information. <laughs> That is too much information. Do you know what? To be honest, there's loads of comments about it. Loads and loads of comments. So, yeah, if your pet animal, whatever it is, has eaten a rubber johnny, don't worry about it. Yeah, if it comes out the other end, I'm sure no one's had physical contact with the mongrel. (laughs) Unless it was another dog. 
and that dog was also the same sex. I mean, animals. <laughs> you can get gay animals, Eddie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can, man. I've seen like two male dogs sniffing each other's butts and crutches. <laughs> And they'll hump anything as well. My dad brought a dog home once when I was a kid, yeah. He found it because he, he does taxis now. <laughs> Typical Asian bloke. He does he does black cab. He's been doing it for years, black cab driver. And uh, he brought a dog home once, right? So he kept the dog for about a week. It was a Staffy, a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. And it was a white one with a brown patch on his eye. And he, my dad was like, do you want to keep it up for a bit? And I said, let's give him a week, see how we get on. <laughs> the dog, oh, mate, he was humping everything. I remember my neighbour, Simon, yeah, if he's listening. Shout out, Simon. Simon was, uh, he's the youngest in my neighbour's family. I think he was quite young then. He was like 10, 11, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was all that. In, I mean, he's got his own dogs, but anyway. We was all playing in my garden, right, and the dog was there, the one my dad found. And uh, the dog went crazy, man. He started chasing us, right. <laughs> he started chasing us, so we all ran in my kitchen and shut the door. And Simon was left out in the garden. <laughs> Simon was left in the garden. And the dog decided to jump on his leg. <laughs> He's not... <laughs> He started humping his leg, right? And Simon was in tears, man. He was proper crying. He's going, let me in! Let me in! <laughs> let me in! Open the door! We wouldn't open it, right? We could just see him there. We were just laughing for ages. <laughs> we left him for a good minute. Oh, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, dogs will hump anything. Uh, Charlotte, let's do um, the weird news story. Shall we do the weird news story? Yeah? Okay. I don't know if it can get any more weirder than the no stupid questions. We'll have to see. I don't read them out, by the way. I just see the title and think, let's go for it. Right, so this one might be a little bit scary, this one. <laughs> you know me, I love dark stuff. Can't help it. So, today's weird news story is... Mystery black substance running down a wall turns out to be blood from upstairs. Don't know why I read it in that voice. It just sounded scary. Right, so before I read it, there is a picture of a wall and it looks like oil because it could be blood, dried blood, and it's basically dripping down this wall which looks like it's coming from a really tiny hole from the ceiling. And on the wall, there's two shelves full of, like, pictures, photos, candles, right? So, here we go. The story is... Two men were horrified when a dark substance with a horrible smell that started dripping down their wall was actually the blood of an upstairs neighbour. Oh, God. Who had died more than a week later. Oh, no. I hope this isn't, you know... Okay. AJ McCrady... Shout out to AJ McCrady. Tweeted pictures and videos of the stains at his apartment in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Oh, I could do a pun on that, innit? Minnesota. Saying it smelled horribly recently. 
He and his flatmate called a maintenance team to investigate who discovered the decomposing body of their neighbour. Authorities said the black tar-like liquid, so they did say it was black, was bodily fluids that had leaked through the floor and into his flat. Mate, that's why I don't live in a flat. He and his flatmate, Evan Schwartz, Evan Schwartz, shout out to you, told their Twitter followers about the grim discovery. AJ saying, my apartment smelled horrible, mate, recently, and I just found this guy living above me, and he's been dead for over a week. And before you can ask, his body was discovered after his blood leaked down the ceiling into our apartment this morning. He later added, All I really know of the situation is the man upstairs died in his sleep. His body decomposed and somehow managed to seep into our apartment. We've had had leaking in our bathrooms. When we saw this, we called the maintenance immediately. This is the problem when you've got neighbours in the flat. You don't know who your neighbours are, do you? Like, when you live on a street, you're, to be fair, I don't know all of my neighbours on my street. Just next door, innit? Maybe the dude opposite. So, AJ said at first the maintenance workers had no idea what the substance leaking down the wall was. Yeah, we know all that. Get to the good bit. He said he wiped off a little bit on the wall to examine it and still really couldn't determine anything. He went upstairs into the apartment above to see if they had the same problem. And that's when the body was discovered. Ooh. Minneapolis police spokesman John Elder. John Elder! Confirmed that a body was found in an apartment. Officers investigating the scene and nothing appears suspicious. So the deceased man's identity and cause of death have not been released. Discussing the case with local media, Mr Elder said it was a reminder that it's important to keep in contact with your neighbours and loved ones. There you go, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> oh, poor chap, man. Can you imagine that? Dying in your flat and then no one knowing and your just, body just decays. and Oh, that's horrible. Isn't it? It's proper horrible, man. I've seen stuff like... I've seen blood on the wall, right? I shouldn't talk about this, but... I do apologise if I've already mentioned it. I don't think I have yet on my podcast. So... Obviously, you know, I work in the mental health. I can't mention any names because I could probably get in trouble. But on Christmas Day, not even kidding you, that's one Christmas Day I'll never forget. So I always used to work every Christmas, right, when I was full-time, full-time staff. And so on Christmas Day, we had this lad, yeah, and I went to go and check on him in his bedroom. And he wasn't there, so I kind of like looked because the light was off in his room. I went, well, what's that, man? I could see something on the wall, right? <laughs> and then I opened the door and I put the light on. And, oh, my God, it was like a like from a, hor- a movie, like a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> it said, die, die, die. All staff die. Yeah, this is all over the wall, like in different places. It said, kill, murder, this way to hell. <laughs> with an arrow pointing down but the worst thing about it was it was written in blood and all the walls were white oh Merry Christmas <laughs> I called the staff I said quick come here so the staff come running and that you know the nurse I said look at this she opened the door and she looked and um, she started being sick so it was like from a horror film man it was quite disturbing I got a feeling he did it on purpose so he's obviously just pricked his finger and decided to write all over the walls in blood. 
So that's what that reminds me of looking at the picture. And that was Christmas. I'll never ever forget that Christmas. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, that's the end of the podcast. Keep supporting it. Keep listening. Keep downloading. And remember, donate to the GoFundMe page, Best in Class 2020. Shout it out to your friends. Be good. Be safe. Don't go humping dogs. Make sure you check on your neighbours. All right? I've been Love Dev. This has been episode 30 of A Crazy Little Thing Called Love.